Welcome to the Homer and the Hater podcast, coming to you from a different part of St. Paul. I am uh, your host, as always, the Hater. And joining me, as always, the Homer, Woody, caked in raspberry jam. Filling, maybe? I don't know if it's jam. It might be raspberry filling. I don't know if that's a big difference or not. Uh, how you been, man? Good, good. Other than the stickiness in the hands, this might be the first two-parter that we paused just so I can wash my hands. I should have did that like a minute ago, but we're in it now. We could do a live hand wash midway through. We could. That'd probably be, uh, people would love that. I just yell from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, Today we're going to be breaking down college football. This is the college football preview for 2018. It would have been the... Hey, what major five-star recruits have you signed in NCAA College Football 19 pod? Which is, or, or have you started playing yet? Are you still uh, editing rosters pod? But no, thanks to some basketball player for UCLA whose name I can't say now. <laughs> going, going through this, I was like um, getting more and more excited for the college football season. Uh, and I was coming out of a bit of a lull because the, the Gophers lost their uh, Italian... Uh, Italian stallion football recruit, the the uh, 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 JUCO kid that transferred. Italian stallion JUCO. What's his name? Vic Vic, Vir- Vic Viramontes. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. We lost him. He's gone. He's gone. Oh no, he went back. They did. They, the Gophers basically said, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, if I were you, Vic, I'd uh. go back or go somewhere else." So was this a kid that we we convinced to come here from JUCO, but then like he. Is it quarterback? Yeah. And then he was like realized that he's third on the depth chart after pretty much being told all last season, you're our starter next year. And then he's like, Yeah, I'm just gonna Yeah, I think okay. I think now he's gonna try to be a linebacker, but I I think the Gophers probably also told him like, Yeah, we're not we don't have great recruits, but <laughs> we we could we managed to recruit some linebackers that are better than uh, than you. They always played linebacker at some point, not quarterback. I love the uh Speaking of the Gophers, I love that they uh, are holding strong to not removing their name from the uh, U.S. Bank uh, Stadium for um, uh, Minnesota United games. They oh just, yeah, they're just keep they're just keeping <laughs> that right there. Yeah, it, it's I want to I'm trying to remember the contract. It was something about <laughs> the United has to pay him I think like 1.5 million dollars at the end of this whole thing for them to completely redo the turf. And it's like so. I think it's like the turf. T- turf is more complicated than like you first think of, but it also is not that hard to do. Like a no oil and, change on the field. Yeah, it, and on top of that, it's like you get six games a year that are broadcast on national TV that get to scr- you just scrub. We're not even talking about remove Minnesota end zone like a banner type or whatever you want to call it. It's just now nah, we'll just like take the yellow paint out of that. And then you can play on on the top of that. It's literally like the only part of the field that matters in soccer is just draped in Minnesota maroon and gold. It, yeah, it pretty much just shows. It just just screams uh, second rate professional team <laughs> in a league where everybody already thinks we're a second rate professional team. They're uh, they're on their way up right now. It, Was just, there last uh, night? You were at the at first the five one, one first game. game. First wow, one. that's a that's one to go to. I was actually going to message you on Wednesday. I was thinking about grabbing, uh, see if I could grab your ticks, but I think you're out of town anyway. Uh, yeah, I could have, you could have figured something out, but I uh, how was it at the five one game? It was good. I missed the last two goals. Uh, so Mi- I missed saw... as in uh, we're no longer in attendance, or missed as in mentally we're no longer in a state to remember. 
Two goals. Because you are you are within walking distance of the uh, stadium. The new one. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah that'd be a, that'd, yeah, that'd be a walk. This would be a tough walk. Down University, across 280. <laughs> now you might be able to pinpoint where I live, as we just named three. Oh, jeez. That's over. Here come right. the feds. Yikes. Uh, no, I uh, went with roommate Annie. First mention on the pod for her. Although Annie. she's... No longer roommate after a week, so short-lived. Ex-roommate Annie. Yeah, about future ex-roommate Annie. And, uh, no, I just went to the bathroom, and they scored two goals in, like, 90 seconds. Damn. Yeah, I was like, oh, what? So I'm just, like, listening to this weird, like, I want to picture him as, like, a 70-year-old, like, just grew up with, like, the kicks and the thunder, and, like, that was his thing. And they gave him, like, you know what? You can do the radio for the first two years. We're going to replace you when we move to the new stadium guy. He was not super into it, uh, but... Or maybe he was, but he was a really bad, like, guy. He can't show emotion well. But I was like, I think they scored twice while I was in here. And I was like, yeah, that was it. That's another thing that I think is uh, sneaky underrated is how much talent it takes to be, like, an on-air broadcast person. It, it, it is kind of remarkable. Because it's one thing to just, like, do, like, play-by-play. But then it's like you have to know everybody's, like, names or be able to, like, reference that incredibly quickly and... <laughs> I guess you have a cheat sheet, right? I mean, yeah. that's like kind of like if you're. I when I, I cover when I cover the games, they have they give you like a big print. Well, they have cheat sheets, and then they have this huge book of information that's like quick, like fun facts and stuff. So if it's during the game and they're like, "Oh, Tiki Barber just uh, rushed for twenty one yards," that actually gives him ten thousand yards in his career and uh, puts him eighth of all time above you know so and so. That's all like printed by the teams and like handed out to everyone yeah, yeah. in this huge okay. stacks but it is like it's still you're you're going pretty quick on that stuff and i just, i mean i think that's kind of the job right it's yeah. like to be able to process information quickly and then also be able to like articulate it well or in some cases you know above average but and then i think you get to the point where like the vin scully's where it's just like all off the top of the dome god it that, I think that's the most like remarkable Vin, thing about Vince Scully. He's not paging through shit. He's, he, he's got you think that he all. knows how to use an iPad? He doesn't know. <laughs> Absolutely how to, he not. Barely has a flip phone. It's just be able. Yeah, I, I remember when I was back in Brooklyn. Like, what? How do you remember that? Like ninety. Vince Scully calls his kids on a weekly basis to help them, help him reprogram his <laughs> iPad that he bought <laughs> four years ago. We uh, let's get. Let's uh, shelve the the loon talk for for now. We uh, future maybe, pod. Yeah, maybe we'll do. Uh, it is a part of a potpourri segment Ooh. in a maybe couple live weeks. pod at a loon's game. Ooh, that'd be good. I'm sure they like they have, they don't. Front by the like a bunch of college kids, anyways, at the stadium. Oh, like, we could probably get JP. The, we probably get in the press box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saying, oh, yeah, we're, we're media. Just create media passes. I don't even think they have media passes. I, I can't imagine the media box is super full for a loon's game. No, I, well, it's weird too because you look up in TCF and. I don't, like the upper bowl was not open, so you look blank second level, and then you have all the like the suites and stuff are above the second level, so you just have like random people up there. I'm like that's just gonna be terrible. <laughs> just looking down this game, like oh well, I don't know. At least we get free beer. I heard it was a sellout. Yeah, so it's kind of like <laughs> technically. I mean, I, <laughs> it's kind of like how the the Wild sold out like what 463 games in a row, and like you get one sometimes. Like oh man, there's maybe 70 percent people here. <laughs> so I was like. I was like, oh, sellout. I almost as soon as I heard that, I almost logged on to like SeatGeek, and I was like, can I get tickets for this game? What does sellout mean? <laughs> uh, it, it was. I think it was the, the yeah the the classic. We sold out. A lot of air quotes used though. What uh we're gonna talk about today is college football. Yeah, we're gonna do five power conference breakdowns. Pick our winners for that. 
We're going to do uh, our top underrated teams of the season. Uh, we're going to do our Heisman, <coughs> Heisman Trophy pick uh, for this upcoming season. And then we're going to round out with our top four and probably pick a champion. Might as uh, well. Yeah. What uh? What do you, do you have a, a conference you want to start with? Is have you been oh, dying to to break <coughs> down one of these conferences? Let's see. I don't know. I I really think I'm I'm excited about the Big Twelve this year. Let's start Big Twelve. Okay. That uh that to me is the conference that's most up in the air. Yes, most turnover from last year into this year in terms of like just guys we knew a lot of junior senior I feel like heavy classes last year, and then. This year, a lot of guys are like, I don't know. The uh, slight favorite, uh, according to the odds, is Oklahoma, mm-hmm. followed closely by Texas. And then it's really like TCU, Oklahoma State, West Virginia. Um, I would say that probably rounds out the serious contenders. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not rushing to, to put down Iowa State. Money or they did, they did shock some people last year, right? They're in it till the last week of the season somehow. Although Kansas State, thirty to one. I mean, Snyder usually puts together a pretty decent team. Yeah, they. I think they play Auburn too. So it's one of those things. Like if they happen to like sneak a win past Auburn at home, it all of a sudden it gets like pretty interesting. Like, well, they did beat Auburn, and it's like I don't know. But for <laughs> for starters, give me who do you pick to win? I got Oklahoma. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts on? The new quarterback, Kyler Murray, who started at Texas A&M, was the the more athletic, better uh, maybe not better arm, like Johnny Manziel. He was going to be like the next guy, super fast. Also plays baseball. Was drafted, I think, fourth overall by the Oakland A's like a couple weeks ago. Um, offered what like a ten million dollar signing bonus, turned it down to play quarterback in Oklahoma. I mean, to be fair, it's probably a pay cut to go join the Oakland A's. So. <laughs> um, I really like him. I I think think he's going to, uh, if we look at, look ahead at one of the future segments, I've got a third for Heisman talk. We'll we'll okay. table that part. But okay, yep. Um, I think we're looking at a guy who, forty five touchdowns, forty five hundred yards, and another five hundred yards rushing this year. Like just a monster season. I uh, I tend to agree. Uh, I like Oklahoma as well. I I like I like the coach there. I think the tempo of that team is one that is tough to compete with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when their offense is moving, they're just a tough team to score with. Um, their defense wasn't very good last year, uh, and they were still very competitive. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I would have to go with Oklahoma. Texas is mildly interesting. Well, I don't... what. What do people get with... I tried to look this up today. I was like, I don't get what people see in Texas. Is it just Tom Herman year two? Yeah. I th- Tom Herman tends to do incredibly well everywhere he goes. So, but, I don't know. I'm I'm starting to get... We're in a, a generation now where it's like, Texas went from being a perennial powerhouse in football and basketball, and now it's like, I felt the same way when like Shaka Smart went there. Yeah, and yeah. it's like... He he's a guy that wins. He should be able to turn this team into a winning school with all the resources that Texas has in a conference that's like kind of middling at at best. Yeah, like there's a couple teams in here that will give you trouble like on a week to week basis. But I, here's what I would say to that. I like the Texas basketball reference. If Shaka Smart and Mo Bamba can't get Texas basketball better than 19 and 15, how do you expect Tom Herman with 
just what the second recruiting class, a roster that beforehand from Charlie Strong, right? Yeah, like doesn't look good. Like it's not the same kind of guys. And and, and then Sam Erring. Do we know how to pronounce his last El- name? Ellinger. Ellinger. I thought there's an R in there somewhere. Yes, I don't. Erring. Yeah, Ellinger. Yeah, whatever. They they have not had a quarterback since Vince Young. Colt McCoy. They did play the national title game. Of course. Was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. He and then like the third play of the game, he like ran into the defensive tackle and like broke his shoulder. He was after. He was the quarterback right after. He was a red, he was redshirting when they won the national title. Okay, yeah, he's a, he's a fine he's a fine quarterback. Um, but since then, nobody like at all. It's a it's a big state, guys. Like you you should be like the number one destination for top recruits, and you can't get a quarterback out of Texas. I would I would argue that you should every single year be able if you want to. Maybe there's a year that you got like two the year before or something so you're cool in it but where you can get one of the three best quarterbacks in the state of texas every single year and how you end up with the situation you're in now is beyond me yeah like how is for example how is oklahoma recruiting these quarterbacks yeah i baker's a complicated story but like you're pulling a guy from texas to come and quarterback oklahoma it's like i'm what I mean, yeah, you, yeah. You look at, I mean, even look at Oklahoma's last four quarterbacks. You start with what Bradford into Landry Jones into, they might have had one year of somebody else, and then Baker Mayfield, but like that one year is kind of a whatever year, anyways. Uh my, we can get into this. I'll, I'll, I'll shelve that. So we both have Oklahoma coming out of yeah. this conference, um, and we'll get into our uh, sleeper teams uh, later on. Let's move to the ACC. Ooh. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on the ACC? Do you Do you have somebody coming out ahead of uh, Clemson here? No, because if you look at Clemson's schedule, it might be like no. the easiest thing like in the world. I'm like, it it's one of those schedules that if you're, I, I feel like I'm gonna refer back to the NCAA football game a lot during this podcast. So if you don't like that game, you're you're in you're in for a long one. But just uh, shelve this podcast. Join <laughs> yeah. us next week. Yeah, we'll try to we'll try to update you later on on some of the stuff, but. Uh, I feel like this is one of those schedules that is created by the game for you, where I'm sure there's like things tied in or whatever. And you gave you like they gave you like the schedule rating of like your grade for how tough it is, and you look in like D plus, oh, and then you, can't, you kind of get worried all of a sudden that like your schedule is not going to be strong enough to because we're still in BCS era for the for this. So it's like I gotta be like 13 and 0 plus a decent schedule on top of like I also want to play against a good team because that's more fun. Clemson's schedule is awful. The crazy, we can talk more about this in the Final Four segment, but we're done with the BCS, yet I think all the same rules still apply. Yes. It's just humans doing it and not calculators. Which is almost worse. And then, no, yeah. not calculators. I don't know. <laughs> Calcul- I mean, computers have calculators, so you never know. What is a computer but not a giant calculator? True. <laughs> what is it? What, flip that around. What is a calculator if not a small computer? <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Oof. Um. So you have Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. Yeah. You, name another team that you even remotely like. If if Jimbo was still there, right. I I could be talked into Florida State. They get Francois back. Um, Maybe for how long? They <laughs> good point. They and they always have high end athletes on the the backside of the ball. Mm-hmm. But then again. Clemson has better athletes, so <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It just it's it's tough. It, we the the thing with this, and I'll, I'll talk about it a little more in another conference. But we've seen this story enough 
uh, in the in recent years, and I have no reason not to believe that Clemson won't finish atop the ACC. Yeah, I, I they could even if we're, we're just picking conference champions right here for this yep. segment. So they could no even spoilers. they could lose a game and they're still going to win the ACC. So what what their risk is is they need to be thirteen and zero to make the playoff because a twelve and one ACC team is not making it. That that conference lost everybody. I mean, you lost Louisville's out. No Lamar Jackson. Miami lost a lot of key guys. Uh, Florida State switched their coaches. Arguably <clears throat> downgraded in coach, I would argue. I mean, Jimbo Fisher kind of was <clears throat> he was kind of running out of steam with them. He was kind of a we should move on, but he was still a better coach than Willie Taggart. And then I mean, I don't I don't know if I'm really super excited about anybody else. Yeah, I I just think. We can we can talk more when we get to our, our sleeper teams, but I think if you have a quarterback and you have a top twenty quarterback in the nation, and I think Francois could be that at the end of the year, I think you have a legitimate shot at winning a conference. Sure. Um, that being said, I think Clemson also has the pro- high probability of having apparently one of two guys be that person, and. <coughs> The track records there. Who did who did Florida State get just stomped by when they lost Francois last year? Stomped by. It was early, early in the season. Year. It they, wasn't Louisville, was they it? They lost to NC State. Uh-huh. What was it? What's was his it? what's his name? That was the that was the game I fell in love with, uh, the DN from NC State. Oh, Chubb? He, he, he was just he might as well have been playing running back because he was just in the backfield the entire game. I, who was it? Because I think their big like losses like over the last two years have been what didn't Alabama just just kick the shit out of them one year? But that, that was two years ago, right? That was the year they, or was that last year? And I'm thinking the USC no, losses yeah, yeah, two yeah. years ago because they, they lost Francois like opening drive, and then it was yeah he just got his just just well no wait he got a concussion and came back, and then I feel like it was the classic uh, what movie am I thinking of? Where gets hurt, comes back. Oh, Friday Night Lights scenario. Booby Miles comes back. Oh, Booby Miles. And then like one play done. Or yeah, exactly. I, so I've I've watched a little bit of both. I've I watched the movie obviously and a little bit of the TV show. I think I'm the only person that likes the movie better than the TV show. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm I'm with you on that. I I think it was a much better movie. The TV show had its moments, but seasons pretty much what second half of two. Actually, probably first half of two, season three, just garbage. And then season five is pretty bad as well, but season one and four are good. But no, I mean, Booby Miles might be the greatest athlete in a movie we've in our generation. I'll say, uh, I'll say he's second to Steeman Willie Beeman. I don't, oh man, give me, give me me Jamie Foxx at QB any day. Going to that new Albuquerque team at the end. Yeah, the Sharks. <laughs> I He loses points with me of him deciding to go from, was it Miami? The Miami Sharks? Yeah. The LA Sharks? No, I think it was Miami. My, yeah, the Miami Sharks to then go decide to go to Albuquerque. Some of those jerseys are bad, too. Who's the, sh- the one team with like the yellow and the black and there's like the T in the middle of the jersey? The, uh, the Sharks is such a... Like 2005, like make your own team on a video game team. <laughs> like yeah. the, was it like Tiburon Sharks or whatever? The, the, the default, I think, yeah. 
You're uh, so you're thinking of you're definitely thinking of the Alabama game, okay, twenty four seven, and that's the game that they lost Francois game one. Yep, because they were they were in talks to possibly make a run. It was the because the, they had Fisher, they had last Francois, year. and they had a like if you look at the guys that were drafted long, off that defense, yeah. That was a that was a good defense. I think the idea it was the they were calling that before the game. Winner of this wins the national title, which was true somehow. And then it was like what fifty nine to three. Yeah. Yeah. No. Something. No. No. Wait. Uh, that game was twenty four seven. Really? Yeah, but it, I think Alabama really took their foot off the gas late in the game. Like, they they also did lose later in the season thirty five three to Boston College. That's, that's, we got, we, Boston College will be, will be mentioned again in this podcast. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I think I might uh, bring them up as well. Yeah. Let's uh, let's push on. Okay. Let's go. Okay, now it's going to start to get interesting. Yep. For, I'm going to start with Big Ten. Okay. Uh, who I think I know who you got. I think I know who you got every year. Yeah. I, it, OSU. Yeah. Honestly. What do you uh, What do you like about OSU this year? Uh, running back, uh, Dobbins. Big fan of him. I'm uh, pointing on the receiver's name, Paris. I want to call him Paris Lennon, but I feel like that was that linebacker from like 2004. Um, it might Paris Campbell. There you go. <laughs> Paris Campbell. I was like, oh man, it's not Paris Lennon. Uh, uh, Paris Campbell. I like him a lot. That defense is still sick. Bosa. Um, I'm pointing on. I mean, Bosa is all you need to know about, really. But they somehow always have three D backs that should be like first or second round picks. They have that again this year. Um, I. I just think that, and on top of that, I just think they own the Big Ten. It's just one of those things where it's like, they're going to choke and just like screw up a game in the regular season, but if they always are playing Wisconsin at the end of the year, it doesn't matter. And that is going to be my pick for the Team Wisconsin? Yes. Really? Yes. They lost a lot of guys, <clears throat> but they also have a... <clears throat> Defensively lost a lot of guys. Yes. Um, Offensively, I think they return like everybody. And I like their quarterback situation more than I have in a long time. Obviously, like... Shocker! They have a great running game coming into this year, and it just sets up so well for them in that they have to overcome basically Iowa and Nebraska. Nebraska to, on probably a, the most down year they're going to have in the, in the going forward of the next five, as opposed to Ohio State. Who, if Ohio State slips up, and I could see a situation if Ohio State loses one Big Ten game, they could end up losing a tiebreaker to. <laughs> Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State. I I like all those teams a lot this year, and I think it's going to be really muddy on that side. So if I'm picking who's going to win, give me the team I know is going to be in the final game, <laughs> I guess. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Gophers have a chance in the last, last game of the year. The Gophers do have a 15-1 chance. which To make that Big Ten title game? Or to, to win to the Big win Ten? The, to win the West. 15-1. Yeah. Are you sure it doesn't say 150-1? Let me let me make sure I have it right. Fifteen to win the West. Yep, a hundred bucks gets you fifteen hundred bucks. I would never, I would never bet that, but that seems super low, doesn't it? Like they're gonna be bad. Like we yeah. might not make a, we didn't make a bowl game last year. We were what five and seven, right? I I will say like, crazy things do happen, but yeah, I'm I'm not running out to put a fifteen to one. <laughs> This is the class, this is the you have a voucher for three dollars and seventy five cents and you're like about to leave and you throw it on them like eh I'll come back and I'll have like oh speaking of which I do have like a ninety seven dollar ticket I got to cash but when to win the Big Ten a hundred bucks 
gets you nine thousand, which <laughs> again, again, it it is like ten grand, but it still seems a little short to me. <laughs> imagine, imagine the wave you'd be rolling the entire season, <laughs> the the balls you'd have to have bounce the right way for that to catch. God, it's that's like Lester odds almost. It seems insane to me. Ugh. Um, yeah. We, and maybe I'll I'll shelve this a little bit for the uh, for the uh, sleeper teams discussion. I, I like a lot of teams out of the the Big Ten East. What is what what's Wisconsin to win the West? Minus two forty. Oh, I was it, hoping you'd get like even money. It's a lock. It basically yeah. they would have to like probably lose their quarterback. Have a I don't few even other think that injuries. matters. Uh, I mean, Iowa would have to get real hot. And that's like literally, I don't. I I guess, I guess the art. You can make an argument that, especially, it just it, like if a team slips up like two weeks, then it's like chaos. But Wisconsin tends not to really do that. No, and another team would have to really have a good run. I haven't looked. I haven't looked a lot at like Iowa and Nebraska schedules, how they set up. But still, you, you yeah. have to dodge so many bullets. You have to. You have to. Okay, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, Wisconsin. You have to hope you only play two or three of those teams. And yeah. You, and yeah. you maybe steal one of those games. Because does Wisconsin play at Iowa this year? I will investigate. Because I think that's the only place, I would say. And then maybe if they have to play like a Michigan or a Michigan State on the cross side. But I think they avoid the big three on the east. And they get like Rutgers, Maryland, and... Like Indiana, and it's like a joke. The Badger schedule: Western Kentucky, mm-hmm. New Mexico, BYU, at Iowa. First game of the Big Ten. Yep. Okay. That's probably going to be Iowa's homecoming. <sighs> Gotta be a shitty homecoming. Uh, they get Nebraska at home. Yep. They go to Michigan. Okay. Then they play Illinois, Northwestern, Rutgers. They play at Penn State. Okay. Late in the year, that's never fun. That's a loud place. Is it like a round Halloween <clears throat> too? Uh. 11-10. Ah, so they miss a okay. little bit. Um, yeah, they have to go to Northwestern for Halloween. That'll be <laughs> that'll be tame. Uh, and then they finish with Purdue and Minnesota. Okay. So Purdue at home? Uh, no, at Purdue. And g- good point. Purdue could be... Purdue had a really good year. Yeah. A really I'm, impressive year last year. Yeah. That could be an interesting game. But, oh my gosh. So, yeah, Purdue is 14-1. to To win the West? Yeah. I... I don't know. What A, why is Purdue in the West? But B, like, maybe I like that. If you're telling me I can put $100 down on Purdue and Minnesota and it'll essentially pay me the same if they win the West, I think I'm definitely going to put it down on Purdue. Oh, easily. Like, yeah, you're, you're yeah, it's, it's, say I win 1400 instead of 1500 Like, yeah, I, I really like Purdue. I, I, ah, oh, man, Iowa's going to be tough. Penn State will be tough. Michigan will be tough. And they're all road games. Oh man, yeah. Purdue had a good season last year. Yeah, and then uh, they got second or third year under Brom for their coach, who's a good coach. Um, they just don't get recruits, and so this is kind of what you run into Purdue of. We expect this Purdue team to win nine games, but then you look at the schedule and you're like, show me where nine game, where nine wins are on this thing. I just don't, I don't see it. But yeah, I don't know. I can see Wisconsin winning. I, I don't know. Michigan. I think their toughest game is at Michigan, especially if Michigan's still in it, which I think they should be. Yeah, and in terms of who I have coming out of the East, 
I think this could be the year for Harbaugh. It's got to be, right? They have a quarterback. Like, what do you do if you're Michigan if you go 8-4? and four? I think I think Harbaugh's gone if he doesn't get first or second in the East this year. He's and got- and it, stay in, like, talks for a Final Four seed through, like... He's got to have talks going into the Ohio State game of saying, well, you know, if they win this and then a couple other things happen that are not likely to happen but do, that you could see Michigan... They, yeah, they, they can't lose more than two this year. But I, there's no way. They're not that good. Well, the tough thing is it's like when you that Ohio State game is just... That's like a hurdle they need to get over. And I, I just don't know if they're if they're ready for that. I think Harbaugh only leaves if he gets fired because they, they win less than eight games. Or they beat Ohio State and they can win however many games. And then he says, you know what? I'm leaving with my last game against Ohio State as a win. And that's it. Like, But... They you don't open, we don't want to say it. That's over. They open the year, Michigan, at yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah. That's gonna be a that's good that probably is the best week one game. Pro yeah. And then well it depends on who the SEC teams play, I suppose. That's gonna be a good game. The following week, they will win sixty five to three at home against Western Michigan. <laughs> and then the, the last uh uh out of conference game they have, SMU. That's not like uh that's, that's still an interesting game, to, you know? Like, that'll be... It used to. I feel like everyone thinks SMU is SMU. Like, whatever your peak SMU was, I think that's what everyone thinks SMU is. But they're really... They're pretty bad. I think they had... Didn't they have a good season last year? <laughs> yeah, but like it was like this one wide receiver that they just kept hucking the ball to, and that was it. And then I think he left. They scored... Okay, they were 7-6. and six. They scored a shitload of points. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Well, because they won't stop anybody. So it's like, our defense is on the field for a minute and 13 seconds of game time. We got the ball back. They started the year with 58, 54, 56 <laughs> points. Man, they scored. They had, I, they had a really good wide receiver. Then somehow they lost in the Miami Beach Bowl to La Tech, fifty-one to ten. Oof. Yeah, looking at I was looking at uh, futures today for, and I after Heisman people first one, will LA Tech make the Final Four? 100, <laughs> 175 to one. Like, what? Why is this the first option? Louisiana Tech. I saw that too. That was a head scratcher. I was like, are there going to be more, or is it just like? And, and then you start like thinking. I was like, maybe they're good, and I don't know. So I start like looking up their roster and their stats from last year. It's like, well, it is Skip Holtz, and then no, they're awful. Why is this the first one? Skip Holtz. <laughs> um, okay, so you have Ohio State. I have Wisconsin. Yes. Um, I think if Ohio State gets there, they're probably in. Otherwise, it's going to be interesting. Um, let's go to Pac-12. For our fourth of the the five, and I think I also know who you're going to have here. Do you really? I do. Because you looked at the cheat sheet, or I have my eyes have been above Very. your shoulders the entire time. That's fair. Um, I think you have USC. I don't. Ooh. Do, yeah. do you? Is your winner from the south or the north? North. Okay. My guess then would be Stanford. No, you named my two sleepers. Man. Okay. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. So you have Washington. I do. Okay. Tell me why you like Washington. They've been there before. They have like three, well, they have a third place Heisman finisher, maybe fourth, in Browning as a sophomore, now as a senior. I was decent sized. Last year was a little underwhelming. I looked at the stats. He still threw for like 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, five interceptions. I think what happened though was they had that crazy year with John Ross and the other, and Pettis and, um, 
another short list guy for Heisman, Miles Gaskin. Uh, and he threw for 43 touchdowns. I saw that. I couldn't believe Miles Gaskin is still in college. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I was like, what? <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's crazy. But uh, I just think it was one of those right place, right time for him as a sophomore. And then, hey, we need you to do a lot more if we're going to actually win and maybe make the playoffs. And then, you know, a couple things happened. Yeah, the coach has been there before. Not only into the playoff two years ago, but also at Boise State, consistent, you know, consistently being a BCS like Big Six bowl game crasher, beating Oklahoma in 07 or whatever. Um, and Gaskin's still there. I just think they're kind of took a year off last year, went Washington State peak at nine and four, and then geared up for this year. They, I, they also have a really easy schedule. I think that was the other thing too. They're gonna be super solid. Mm-hmm. I think um, God, remind me of the coach from Boise. Yeah, I can't think of his name either. I can see his face. It, it, they never have bad years. No, I can't remember a Boise season or a, a, even since he's joined Washington. They've been incredibly competitive. Peterson, think, yes. Chris Peterson, Chris yeah. Peterson, yeah. Um, who is also the guy that like killed his wife? No. Yeah, Drew Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Lacey Peterson or something? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very different guys. Nice. Well, and that's what we're going to spend the rest of the podcast on. <laughs> um, yeah, I I agree. I think this is the most wide open. I don't know if I said this earlier for another conference, but I think this is the most wide open conference. And it'll be interesting to see what... And these aren't sleeper teams for me, but so, so this is why I mentioned them here. Uh, it's UCLA's kind of a wild card. Oregon's kind of a wild card. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my pick is gonna be, and this is just like this is this did, is did you from the south, from the, I have to look. Oh, from the south, yeah. So then, middle of the country, um, Utah. I like Arizona. Okay, I, this was, I was yeah. And then you did the weird like I don't know if they're in the south, and I was like that's a pretty southern state. Like yeah, I I, I thought you were gonna pick Arizona. Well, these the the Pac-12 is like nonsense. It's like gobbledygook. I don't know. <laughs> but it's Arizona. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so you're, so you're all in on on uh well like Cal, Cal's in the north. Berkeley's mid, farther mid, mid south state. than Arizona. No, it's not. Is it not? No. Okay. Well, I don't want to. Yeah, maybe I'm, I don't I'm gonna know. be looking it up, but yeah. <laughs> but first, I'll make my Khalil Tate is, I think coming into the year. If I had to pick the quarterback that I get for the full year, I'd probably take Khalil Tate. Um, I think they, because of him, they handle all their easy games on the schedule, and they are in every single seriously competitive game um, that's left on the on the slate for them. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pull up their schedule for 2018 because yeah. that is gonna matter. Because um, you have to play. Jeez. Oh, okay. Well, this <laughs> it won't matter so much for conference, but. Um, at Oregon State, yeah, okay. home versus USC. Yep, home versus Cal. Khalil Tate can score seventy points on Cal. Khalil Tate's the guy, kind of guy too, and the kind of player. And Rich Rodriguez is the he's still there, right? Uh, someone. Yeah, which is another reason. Yeah, that's right? a, for okay. me. That's a huge like, upgrade. Wait, Rich Rodriguez got fired for some weird reason, right? Yeah, I think like it was like one of those kind. Of, he was like doing shady stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, let's just get out of here. We already got we got a shady basketball coach. We don't have a shady football coach that doesn't win games either. So this, so this is the thing about the the Pac-12. Are they still 12? They have like 15 teams. I, I think they're 12. I, I had to like stop when I was writing down like just notes. I was like, are they 14 now? Um, so a lot of these games, 
fall into the category of toss-up. But I think if we go through all the Big 12 schedules, that's going to be very consistent. Yeah. So that at Utah, I don't know. What's the spread on that going to be? At UCLA? Are are you scared to go to UCLA, though? I don't think so. No, absolutely not. I I actually think think UCLA is a rare case where it's almost like an advantage to play there. Because it is an away game. You have to cross those off your schedule. And they have no fans there. It's brutal. Because they um, play at the Rose Bowl, too, right? Yeah, yeah. which is, like, off-campus. It's huge. And you have to, like, I mean, I hate driving to L.A. I can't imagine that, like... No, it's... It's, it's got to be at least an hour drive it's gotta to be a stadium hour. that's, like, six miles away. No no students are going to those games, either. No. Uh, home versus Oregon. Um, home versus Colorado. At Washington State. Home, Arizona State. That's not the hardest... No. The at Washington State kind of sucks because it sounds like that's an end of the year type deal where you got not only have to go up there for Oregon State, now you have to play the lesser of the Pacific North two states <clears throat> on the road. And I, that flight's got to suck. That's got to be one of the worst flights. Maybe other than like Rutgers to like Nebraska is in the same place. Yeah, that'd be conference. brutal. But uh, I don't know. I, I They were, they were going to be one of my sleeper teams, but I think, yeah, it's just a. Tate's a guy that's going to win two games this year they should not win. But I also think he's going to lose two games that they shouldn't lose. And I think that was where it's like, I, so you're even on those games. Can you find me more than nine wins for them? I could see it. I, I honestly get if Are you are you flat out picking Arizona to win the Pac-12? Yes. Wow. Wow. And I, and yes. I mean that's something I would put ten bucks on. I'm not putting like a hundred bucks on it. My uh, as I'm looking at their schedule, the only thing that scares me <laughs> is they do the second game of the year. They go yeah. to Houston, and there's a chance that Ed Oliver rolls up on Cleo Tate's legs on, <laughs> on like the eighth play of that of that game, and it's like Ed Oliver over. might cement himself top three Heisman after that. Well, I don't know it. I, I that guy is he goes in my the why can I not remember the you've already said his name the. Uh, number one overall pick. No, never mind. Uh, Chubb. Oh, yeah. Ed Oliver is like, I think, could be the top overall pick next year. The crazy thing, too, about Ed Oliver is, do you remember anything that Ed Oliver did last year at Houston? I watched a few games. Sure. But, like, off the top of your head, do you remember, like, oh, man, he really stood out? Or are you just like, no, he's a really good player? Like, going back to that Chubb FSU game. Yeah. There's no game I can point to for Ed Oliver. I think Oliver ends up having, like, eight and a half or nine and a half sacks as a D-tack, which is insane. That's a huge number. But... If you're at Oliver, you gotta be kicking yourself that you didn't leave with Herman and just sit out last year, right? As a true sophomore, so you came and leave after the draft, anyways. All they can do is really get hurt or put up big stats on a shitty team that no one respects, and all the same questions surround you of best player in the country question mark at a bottom half school in the country weak conference. Like, why would you just sit out and go to Texas and then be a junior this year and then legitimize their maybe like ten to one national title odds that they have or something stupid? Yeah, it's it's gonna be tough for him. Like, they're they're other out of they play Rice and they play Texas Tech, and it's like, and then then he gets to he's not gonna get to stuff his stats against Navy. It, like, good luck racking up the sacks in that game. <laughs> yeah, it it. I think if you're him, I don't know. Well, they play SMU. He could have ten sacks in that game. Did they get Louisiana Tech? Um, no, nah, that's too bad. Um, Ed Oliver, if the over under for total sacks in the season line is under ten. I'm taking the over. I think he puts up at least ten sacks this year. I think it's gonna be a good year. I, I think wonder, he might get ten sacks by like week six. I wonder if they do player props like that. Um, okay, 
So you have Washington, I have Arizona. Correct. Um, let's move on to the SEC. We're, uh, we're we're getting tight on time, but let's do yeah, we'll uh, be all right. for this. I, I think it's important to do both sides. So let's start with uh, who you have to win the East. East is uh, Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, Missouri, Tennessee. Why is Missouri in the East? These count. The, God damn. Know, we, money. we just need a reset. We just need a hard reset and just like have five like rich oil white guys and then like one New York guy that somehow represents like the Big Ten and just draft teams. Um, I, I like it. At this point, right? I mean, what you got? Yeah. I get, uh, I've got on the East, Georgia. Okay. Same. And then the West, uh, Alabama. Okay. I want to take Auburn. I don't trust Auburn. I want to take a different team. I'll, I'll hold on to that. Okay. But, um, I also I also like Alabama here. Um, they fall into the category with Clemson. It's like, why why don't don't be crazy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think I think they beat Georgia. I think Georgia's gonna be a really good team this year. I I think people are sleeping on Georgia. I know they lost a lot of guys, but. Kirby Smart is they had a ton a of good in those in those games those those uh, playoff games yeah they had a lot of dudes not just the guys that, like yeah. they, they lost some good guys but they they have like eight running backs yeah I don't think any of their D backs are leaving yeah they all linebackers are gone two defensive linemen are gone they bring back one of uh, top ten quarterback in the country yep with a year in his belt I don't quite think Alabama can say the same thing although. Their quarterback situation is as good as it's been in the past. I don't know. I mean, because now they have two guys. Kind of. Like, we don't know if they have two guys. We have, like, this one, like, it's kind of like the... Ohio State situation? uh, Yeah. But you don't really know what... um, I think... I I like Jalen Hurts. I don't know why the question is not... Okay, I think it's more a question of you have Jalen Hurts, who had two different offensive coordinators... In two different seasons, one that was all for making him better, and then one that was like, "Here's a system that I feel is best for you, but you need to do these things in order to make it best for you." And Dable, who then just bolts to the Buffalo Bills, I think. Hertz has had too many OCs and not enough hairstylists. That guy needs a different hairdo. As, I think he shaved it. Did he really? I mean, he buzzed it. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah I think okay. that, was, that was like news or something in March. I'm all in. Was it? Was that broken you by our our boy? Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, that seems like something he'd go to cover. <laughs> I, I would. I no. It was not. Unfortunately, uh, broken by. <laughs> no. Uh, I think I just. Yeah. Maybe. I guess. I don't know. It's just a random article I fell across. Okay. Marty I got, Smith. Yeah. Hopefully. Marty Smith. <laughs> I have Bama. You have. Winning the SEC in general. Yeah. I got Bama. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our sleeper teams. So we have, <clears throat> we have. Pretty much agreement on on a lot of these big conferences. Yep. Um, give me a, give me your first sleeper team. That's how we'll do it. So sleepers are like for me, it wasn't like traditional sleepers. I think it was for me. I kind of did it more as like who else could win, but like you would take some like risk here and try to get some good odds. Don't just like double down on Georgia, even though I double down on Georgia. Um, I, yeah, I think Georgia Alabama are in the SEC title game, so I don't think Georgia's really a sleeper. Uh, Florida. If I had to pick a team that was going to beat Georgia to get to the SEC title game, Georgia has a weird slip-up game against maybe like a Tennessee or something. Yep. They have to play in Jacksonville, I think, for some dumb reason. Um, give me Florida. Give me Dan Mullen coming back. Quarterback whisperer. Um, 
That's it could be something. That, it, it, it shocks me every year that Florida's not good because you watch their games and it's like they have athletes everywhere. It's like, what are they doing? Every corner and receiver is on the track team. How are you guys not just like Percy Harvin running the score up right now? Um, I'll stay in the conference and give you the team that I had just um, teased uh, a little bit. And I'm going to go with uh, Mississippi State as my really? sleeper team. I wanted to. Fitzgerald, I like Fitzgerald, and they, I, I, they return uh, like sneaky amount of guys, um, and they, they're if you look at their like ratings by group, they're in the top five in both. I think it's the D line. They have one of the best D lines in the country, and one of the best linebacker cores. And it's like so, I get a guy who I know can throw the ball, and I get an elite front seven on defense. I. It'll be interesting because obviously, like, it's hard to take a sleeper team in the in the SEC because they're just gonna get pounded. Um, but I, I really like Mississippi State this year. I thought you were gonna go with LSU. I was thinking about LSU. I was thinking today, LSU has to be the best job in college football. They are the only state in which you are like the only guy. Like there's like La Tech, but there's no serious competitor in state for sure. You. Okay. Um, and it, and it's a football hotbed. So usually, if it's a, with, I could hear a case that Georgia Tech really doesn't compete with Georgia in, in Georgia. But who else does Georgia have a third big team? Uh, they have like, they actually have a lot of like, um, I think like historically black colleges there. Yeah, that, yeah, they're not like grabbing a, a ton of people, no. but no, not really. Um, but Georgia, but all, yeah, I guess I don't know like. LSU is tough though because you got Texas to the to the west and Alabama to the east. But from day one, you get the first crack at those kids. You might not get them, but you get the first crack at all those kids. And I, as opposed to like, the same goes for Alabama, but Alabama pales in comparison in terms of like high school football quality to like New Orleans area and, and Baton Rouge area. Yeah, I should say like, I'm sure if the teams played each other, it could be close. But in terms of like top end athletes, yeah. Louisiana might be a top five state in the country, and they and you just get to like, like we've talked yeah. about those LSU teams. Most of those guys, they're like all Louisiana. Kids. Oh yeah. yeah, and it's like, so all you have to do is like find those guys, and then like, <laughs> and then yeah, and then it's to keep them out of jail and like keep them in the weight room, and you're gonna have juniors and like juniors and seniors for sure, and then the occasional sophomore that's like, oh shit, like he's really good. Um, I guess that's true. I would just say, I was like if I had to pick a place to go and try to win football games with little football acumen and no in-game coaching experience, send me down to Louisiana. I can convince five of those kids to come a year and we can be like halfway decent. Well, I mean that's what Brewster tried to do with the, with the Gophs, right? He just went to Texas and was like, "Just give me like 11 of the guys that like just missed Texas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, LSU. Just give me those guys." And we end up with like Dijon McKnight. And it's like, oh, he was pretty cool. Like, <laughs> it kind of worked. <laughs> and then we and then we lose all our in-state guys to Wisconsin. <laughs> ah, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I am Mississippi State. Okay, that's fair. Who's your um, next sleeper team? West Virginia. I, I will. Uh, I'll share. I'll share the love for West Virginia. I was. I was gonna make a case for them in the big to win the Big Twelve. Yeah, because who's the? You said Oklahoma's Oklahoma, the near favorite over Texas. And then, and then West it was Virginia? Oklahoma State. Really? Um, 
Okay, here it is. Uh, TCU, Oklahoma State, West Virginia. Wow, so the fifth. They're tied for fourth. Okay. Eight, eight to one. Eight to one. Wow. They return Will Greer at quarterback. They return Stills, Stills? at wide receiver. That is quarterback. Pr- probably the best quarterback wide receiver combo. Still's a big dude, like six four. I think he's. I think he has a shot of being a first round draft. If he can run sub four five, he's a first round pick. Yeah, easily. I think he's a top fifteen pick. I think Will Greer could be a first three round guy. I think we're gonna. Yeah, like there's some character stuff with him. I feel like. Uh, I think it got resolved though. I think it was a. Who is one of them? Has a famous brother. Is that Greer? Maybe. His brother is like insta famous and is like oh. a thousand times more famous. Yeah, than yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is Greer, I think. Or he's, he's like, like Vine young, famous or he's something. Like, yeah, he's like, like four or five years younger. He has twin brothers that are younger, and then like they were like yeah, huge on like YouTube or Vine or something. And yeah, yeah. yeah. ESPN followed them for like some story, and it was funny because like <laughs> no one recognizes Will Greer. They all only yeah. recognize. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he like the younger his younger brother like videotapes their young sister. Doing like saying like crazy like zany yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I will Greer, if they have the season I think they're gonna have, which I think they're gonna go into the Oklahoma game ten and one. And that's the last game of the year. I think Oklahoma's undefeated. It's at West Virginia. It's on Black Friday. So everyone's just gonna be anxious and wind up by whatever at whatever store. And you're not it, I think if they beat Oklahoma then they have to play Oklahoma again the next week because the dumb we don't have sides of our conference because we can't pull out like Houston and La Tech to join our conference thing. <clears throat> I uh, West Virginia could sneak into the playoffs. That's how high I am on them. I think could. I and they have a weird defense that three three five. It's hard to it's hard to trust their coach. Oh yeah, definitely. But that's my one. Reservation about them. What, is, what team do you? What West Virginia team do you like more? You already you're already gonna know the outcome. You get the Pat White Steve Slayton team, Ooh. or you get this team. This team who has not played a game yet. So 2018 West Virginia, or you get 2000. I mean, I'd probably, probably take I'd probably take this team. Yeah, I mean, I, and then, I, and I then like you know Pat what the West Virginia White. team did? I think they went like 11 and two. Yeah, and it is and like, a tougher Big East, I think. And there have been like we've seen where teams in the Big Twelve just pop. Um, you get those offenses that yeah. just get rolling, and they're tough to stop. Um, there was a couple games late in the year where West Virginia was super disappointing. I they kind of quit. I think Greer was hurt a little bit. He either was hurt or played hurt. Yeah, I think he played hurt. And I, I, oh man, I'm trying to think of who it was. They they were super underwhelming. But who was it? They lost to like. Uh, you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, it was like a really stupid game they lost to, too. Like, it was 35 like, to 3. It was like Kansas State, I think. Yeah. I, I, Iowa I'm, State. Iowa State? Yeah. I think it was Iowa it was, State, like 35 to 3. And you're like, what the fuck? And I was like, What's, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I think they gave up a little bit. But I, coming into this year, they have, they have every reason to think that they can make a run. I, I like it. I, Morgantown's a tough place to play. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, I will give, oh my gosh. First of all, San Diego State. This is my sleeper team, but San Diego State seven to one to win the Mountain West. Come on, and they did lose Pumphrey. No, was it Pumphrey? Who was their big running back? Uh, they lost Pumphrey, and then they lost uh, guy that went to Seattle in the first round, right? Yeah, um, I don't know his name, but they they have running backs all the time. They, <laughs> I, I don't get that. The yeah. defense is phenomenal. I'm the 
I'm going to be riding some San Diego State this year at some nice numbers. That's fair. Um, okay, I'm not seeing them on here, but uh, okay, here. Um, I'll give I'll give one more. Okay. Unless you have a, a I got one more after that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'll I'll let you go because I'm mine okay. mine will lead into my uh, or no we're gonna do final four later. I'll say uh, Central Florida. Really? Yes. And they are favorites to win their conference. So when I say sleeper, I'm saying final four sleeper. Uh, is this a we're making up for the last year gaff because they beat Auburn and it wasn't really a game? I think it's I think it's part of that. I think it's part of the. You know they hung the banners for the championship, so they're the the committee's well aware of who they are. And I think you the if you can start doing that like two consecutive seasons as opposed mm-hmm. to like a flash in the pan, they get their quarterback back, who I think is a top ten guy in the country. Um, he can't throw a football, you know that, right? Really? He yeah. You should watch some YouTube clips of him. He does not throw clean. Milton? Yeah. I he can run. He's like a six three, two hundred and twenty pound fullback. Man, I he put, he puts up numbers. I I like. He, I think this team could win by margin in a lot of games and pick up. I want to see what they have in the because they, they the, yeah. What is that called? The American American Athletic. So they they will pick up wins if they run the table. Yeah, run the, read that schedule through real quick when you get it. But Milton is, I think, the best way to describe Milton, which is honestly not a bad uh, description here, is when everyone was like panicking about Tebow. And like he has a weird throwing motion, and you're like, well, I don't think so. But the problem was that Tebow was just lefty, and you just didn't really like all lefties throw weird. They throw with the wrong hand type thing. Milton does that, but he's right-handed, so it looks even worse. He also, I don't think, can throw the football more than 50 yards. Which I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that we best day could throw a football 50 yards one time. Not saying consistently or that it's accurate, but we could probably do it. Well, the good news is, I think they. Run the table, okay. But the bad news is they they're not going to have the so they go at at Connecticut, mm-hmm. uh, home versus uh, South Carolina State, SC State. It's got to be right. That's yeah. got to be a, one of those dumb D one double A teams. Yeah. Uh, at UNC, okay. So they clear that game and then they get home versus Florida Atlantic. Um, FAU is, is is that Kiffin? Yeah, they're good. They, they that good. could be a yeah. They okay, that's a team. Uh, home versus Pittsburgh. <coughs> home versus SMU at Memphis, uh, at East Carolina, home versus Temple, home versus Navy, home versus Cincinnati, at South Florida. I did, there's probably not enough marquee games, but if if things shake up enough, I think they are contender for a Final Four spot. I think it's a they if they're thirteen, they embarrassed team. Auburn. Yeah, they were given eight points, and I think they won by eight points. That's like. I, I know. I think if you go 13-0 again this year, if you're uh, Central Florida, you are now twenty on a 27-game winning streak. New coach. New coach. But everything sets up well for them. Yeah. It, it's the classic Hawaii-Georgia Sugar Bowl game where then you go and play like a real team, and then you get stomped in a bowl game that matters like, you know, 59-3. to And I like I like that um, Frost, was it? Yep. He was very invested in the program, and I think he is the type of guy that wanted to hand that off well. Because he stayed and coached the bowl game when he didn't. He did, to, yes, which is rare. Yes, I think he, I think he was really invested in making like a smooth transition, and I think they can pick up right yeah. where they left off. And I off. think it's what the first, the national title winning Oklahoma quarterbacks, like they're eighty or something. It's kind of weird, but uh, either way, uh, good football roots there, as well as they have a wide receiver that was supposed to be a gopher, and he ended up coming to UCF. 
Good uh, player. I'm, I'm off them now. Okay, sorry. They they burned us. Uh, yeah, sure. they, they're in the burn book. Uh, All right. Your last final one. sleeper team. Uh, Michigan State. I'm, I, I think we're, for the most part, I think we're really on with yeah. these sleepers. I, we should probably just like take out a second mortgage. I guess you don't have an apartment, but we can do it in this house. I don't really care. Yeah. Let's just start putting off sleeper money down. Sleeper, sleeper money. <laughs> sleeper money, baby. Um, yeah. Good. Please. Yeah, I quarterback Lewerke. I think I get his name sometimes a little bit different, but I don't love the confidence of having to say Lewerke as your quarterback. But he's he's one of those guys. To be a great a great pro quarterback, you have to have a great pro quarterback name. He doesn't. So Who do you think he does? He's gonna flame out. You think so? Yeah. Lewerke's Lewerke is. Not. Although like Garoppolo is not a great name either. We'll see how yeah, that's fair. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Dating like forty year old porn stars right now, so good for him. <laughs> Living that sweet California life. Um, I yeah, quarterback's great. I think they return some dumb like seventeen starters, and a team that always competes gets Michigan kind of on a down year. Ohio State, you could argue, is on a down year. Um, and this is the like like when they ended up going to the playoff three years ago, Michigan State, right, with uh, um, Connor Cook. Yeah. That was the same kind of deal where it's like, hey, we're, we're catching them in a weird quarterback transition year. Maybe we can do something here. I I just like I like not necessarily Michigan State. I kind of just like everything else around them and them being really consistent. I love them taking it on the chin a little bit because I think D'Antonio is a guy. It is it's not D'Antoni. It's D'Antonio. D'Antonio. Right? D'Antonio yes. is a guy that you don't keep down long. No, and I think he all he holds grudges against like I think he remembers the yes. exact score to every game they lost. Yes. And I think it's gonna be like hell to pick. He remembers that three and nine season two years ago and remembering all these teams of like, this guy doesn't have it, it was a fluke. He's like, Okay. Because they were they came off that three and nine season and the predictions were basically like more of the same for that additional class. Yeah. And then um they really outperformed the overperformed and they had a bunch of that like the uh Controversy stuff with the program, and I think that's for the most part behind them now. The Nassar stuff, <laughs> yeah, uh, they had a stuff. separate yeah, thing yeah, with yeah, their, that's right. Um, the cover up stuff, which yeah, pretty much happened, but um, and I but I think that's for the most part behind them, yeah. I, I think I think they could, I think they could also win uh, that side, yeah, I, um, yeah, I think so. I think great, it's gonna come down right, sleeper, Woody. Um, should we get into uh, Heisman candidates? Let's do it. Um, Let's go. Let's do the same thing we just did. We'll we'll break down. We'll we'll give three each. Okay. Um, and you can. Uh, I'll let you start. Some of these players we already talked about. Um, I'll kind of group like for one of mine, just some quick guys, and just keep them in like the the front runners for me between Bryce Love out of Stanford, Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin, Kyler Murray for me, the quarterback from Oklahoma. Um, they're gonna put up big stats. It's gonna come down for me with those guys of you're on teams that should win. Do you actually win? Um, and that's the that's the question is the tricky part. Yeah, it's you really we've seen in the past couple. You have to be like either a Final Four team or like had seriously knocked on that door. Yeah, uh, that credential part is becoming a huge aspect to a, a Heisman run. You need to either put up one of the greatest college football seasons of all time or yeah. be like twelve and one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I really like Rodney Anderson. Out of Oklahoma. Okay. Running back. The offense is in a weird spot. It's not all about Baker Mayfield anymore. But at the same time, you think back to Baker Mayfield's freshman or not first year at Oklahoma. You know, he put up huge numbers when they had like Samaji Pirine, Joe Mixon. <clears throat> they don't really have a second guy. It's kind of just Anderson. I think he ran for 1,400 yards last year, and I want to say somewhere in like 13 touchdowns or something. Yep. Um, 
And then they have like uh, they have CD Lamb and they have one other receiver, but they don't have a tight end. And I just think it's one of those teams where it's like the Big Twelve defenses are terrible. I, I think he's a guy that this Oklahoma team goes into that uh, that West Virginia game eleven and zero, maybe ten and one if you you know f up against Texas. But and he's all of a sudden you're saying he's the running back on one of the best teams, putting up 1,800 yards and maybe twenty touchdowns. Uh, I like. I mean, I think I'm getting like. What was the odds on him? I think it was on like thirty-five to one. He's, he's. Uh, I don't think he's in the top twenty. No. I just from the odds standpoint, just well, like where he's at. And he, he's a, he's already gotten fourteen hundred yards on a team that was literally he was like the fourth or fifth guy. Yep, I I like that. Um, and they're gonna be like you, they're gonna be in contention for all that. Um, yeah. I will. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave some guys on the table for you. I won't okay. I won't snipe one because I'm gonna go Khalil Tate. Yep. Um, I think he is a rare. I think he could make a um, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson type of run. Yeah. I definitely. think he is going to put up not only the numbers, but he's going to have the highlight reel. Um, if I if they have the year that I think Arizona could have, I think he's going to be the front runner throughout the majority of the year, um, assuming he stays healthy. Health and <clears throat> can he come out in week one or two and put up that? 450 yard passing, 200 yard rushing, eight touchdown game. I think he definitely get. I, from what I've seen of this kid, he's he has it all. And I think so. Yeah. Um. He he would probably be my the first bet I would make on this. Interesting. When do you get Tate at? Uh, he is a like he's 15 a to one top 20 guy, but he is. Um, and that's an, and that's an Arizona team by the way that needs to win two games they shouldn't, and he have big games in those, but can finish with eight wins, and and he could still win the Heisman. Yeah, and they maybe they go toe to toe with a, a big team. And, yeah, and uh, yeah, fifteen to one. Yeah, okay. I like that. I think I think for me, I would have him as my favorite going into the year if I were wow. making the odds. I don't love that the odds were seven to one is the favorite for the backup quarterback for Alabama. Wasn't a huge fan of that one. <laughs> like what? Like, we don't even know if he's starting, and then they don't even list Hertz as another guy. I don't think. But um, okay. I want to talk about AJ Dillon, but at the same time, it's BC, so I don't really want to talk about AJ Dillon. He he's one of my picks. <coughs> Go for it if you want. I, okay, so again, make the Final Four or have an all-time great year. There is a chance he could he could beat the rushing record right. all-time for college. Which is what do we know? Um, is it twenty? I'm trying to think of who holds it now. Is it Sanders? Still? No, because I th- I thought Ricky got it. Ricky. Uh, Williams. No, he did not get it. Uh, the closest guy came was the Central Florida guy, Storm Johnson? No, Kevin Johnson. It's going to be tough to find because I feel or like Kevin there's, Smith. there's a, a lot of guys that are... I want to say it's Barry Sanders still, and I want to say it's still in the 2,400-yard mark, and then I got UCF guys there, and then a San Diego State guys there. Um, We're talking for a year, right? Yeah, single season. So Ricky Ricky was the was he really um, for career? Okay, yeah, yeah. Donnell Pumphrey was uh, is currently number one. Okay, um, let's see if I can find it quick. Yep, Barry Sanders. Okay, how many yards? Twenty six hundred. Twenty six. Huh. Nice. Okay. Melvin Gordon, number two. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Smith, Kevin, UCF. Yeah, and then yeah, and then Marcus Allen, Rashad Penny, Rashad San Penny. Diego State. Okay. Man, Derrick Henry, that was a good year. Um, Did yeah. win the Heisman. So. so I think for I think the one thing I'll say about Dylan is he needs to have twenty five hundred yards. 
Yes. And that's I, the problem. Like, you need to average over 200 yards a game for... They have a decent offensive line at Boston College, and the ACC is bad, but that's asking a lot. It is. Um, and they're going to play some tough defenses, but he's a workhorse. Is this true? I don't feel like... As, the thing he does lack at times are, um, like, splash plays. So he's not going to have as many Sports Center highlights as like Bryce Love this year. Um, he's going to have a Toby Gerhardt season if he has one, right? He's kind of a, I don't want to call him a doofus back, but I think he's like 6'1", 230 or something. So it's kind of like a, uh, he, you you draft him in Madden, and he has like 85 speed, and you're like, oh, God, I don't know if I could play with him. It's weird you said that, but it seemed like it was like right on the tip of your tongue. It seems like you really wanted to call him a doofus back. <laughs> I, I, that was just the first word. I just think, okay, first word when you think of Toby Gerhardt, kind of a doofus. Oh, he had that weird helmet that like, Felt like it just got like just destroyed by a hammer in every practice, and then he kept wearing it. I don't know. Do you got a third guy? Um, I will. So my third guy is, um, and I got a. I'm gonna do a package deal on my third. Yeah, I, I want package deal on my first. I'll give you that. Um, so I'm going from and Swift. Ooh, I think Georgia guys. Yes. So I Georgia think, will win the Heisman Trophy. Is what you're saying? I think there is a high likelihood that they are. Final four contenders, and I think Fromm's gonna have a great year. I think Swift is gonna eat up all those carries vacated by those two guys. Yeah, they, they had three guys last year. Now he's the main guy. I think he's gonna get a ton of play. Yeah, I think he's quick as hell. I think he's I the he was fastest quicker of the than three. both of them. Yeah. yeah, I remember watching a couple games. Like, I think he's better. A first and a second round draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, real close to each other too. Like like twenty nine and thirty five or something. I if like gun to my head, I'd probably take Swift because the the odds on him are a little lower. And typically, like, there's different standards for quarterbacks. So if they're both having great seasons, then all of a sudden it's like Swift's probably not going to fumble that many times. But you can look at like you know, oh well, he did throw some interception. You know, so then and you start, not an athlete. So that's the other thing too is it's just passing and winning games. So I I think he get knocked for that. But I'll take. That combo of the Georgia guys as my, my third. Okay. I like that. No, I thought about that too. I I just think this is the classic, like, Tebow, and this helps you. Tebow wins the Heisman as a sophomore, but they go 9 at 4. So it's kind of like a, well, they just won a national title. This guy's allegedly better than your previous quarterback, is the best player in college football, but your team isn't that good because he, you know, whatever. Um, no, that's not bad. I will go off my short list here. I want to go a quarterback, but I can't do it. He can't do it. Can't just can't. Won't do it. Won't do. Yeah, can't do it. Won't do it. You going uh, the end? I, I thought about Oliver. Not going. Not going to tackle the end. How many? Not uh, Bosa. I thought about Bosa too. You need, you need 20. 15, 20? To win a to win a Heisman. To win the Heisman. Yeah. To, and to get invited to New York, 15. 15. To get to win the Heisman, I don't know what the single season record is in college. I think it's dumb, like sixteen and a half or something, where it's pretty low. You keep talking. I'm gonna figure. Yeah, out that's that. right. Well, NFL, it's twenty three, and you get sixteen games. So to get twelve games, I think they don't. I don't think they give you bowl games. Um, maybe they do. They should. I want to say it's like sixteen and a half, though. I think it's pretty stupid. Um, Bose would need to shatter that. Uh, I will go. It's a, a very difficult thing. Yeah, it can't be easy, and it's probably by some dumb guy like Bruce Smith from Virginia Tech or something in '78. First, first, uh, first answer I wanted to give me was. Uh... Uh, Michael Strahan. I don't think that's right. I don't think so. I think Michael Strahan barely played in college. Um, I'll go Damian Harris running back Alabama. Okay. I think the quarterbacks are going to be kind of a cluster. They're going to keep going back and forth a la Ohio State three years ago. 
Um, we've proven that doesn't really work. You should pick a guy, and the other guy is just the backup. You don't, and you don't even like throw him in for like mop up duty fourth quarter. It's more no, like we don't want to like give fans reasons to talk and other stuff more than they're already gonna. And I don't know, like the leading rusher for Alabama in the last two seasons, Damian Harris, both seasons. So I, I, I think he's always been around. He's a guy that came back. He was testing the draft waters. I thought he should have left. And I think Saban kind of said, you know what? We don't really have other running backs next year. This year we did. The year before that we did. Um, so if you come back, you're the guy. And we're going to Mark Ingram, Trent Richardson this. And we're going to try to get you there. And I think, like I said, I think they're going 12-0. and Big game against Auburn. Going to Georgia, beat Georgia. All of a sudden you're there. I think if you can get me 1,900 yards and 17 touchdowns, I'm the best team in the country. I don't hate it. <clears throat> at 70 to 1, too. Didn't mention that. Ooh, that's a nice ticket to have in pocket. That's for a team that's going to be there at the end. Give um, me 20 bucks on that. I'll take I'll take the same. I get, for 20 bucks, Damian Harris winning the Heisman, which I feel way better at, pays the same as Purdue or Minnesota winning the Big Ten West. Yeah, I, I think. At 100 bucks. Yeah. Um, all-time leader, 24 sacks in the <laughs> season. What? I think he might have been pinched in, like, a weird year uh, for Heisman. Um Terrell Suggs, holy hell! So that's at a ma- that's at a major that's two a, two a game. That's, that's Arizona State, yeah. right? So he's he, at the time he was playing like serious like Pac twelve. Because what draft was he in? Oh two or oh three? He wouldn't have been like Moss Arrow. No, that would have been if it was two thousand one or two thousand two. The Heisman Trophy winners were what? I think he came out with like Kyle Bowler, like or Carson Palmer. We'll, we can we'll, okay. we'll take that off, Todd. Um, Let's go final four quick. We're at this. This might be the longest pod we've ever done. So let's uh, let's get through our final four. I think we have to do seven more minutes to have that happen, though. Ooh, you, we you, could do it. Talk about records. Okay. Um, okay, I'll give you stop when I don't have a team that you have. Alabama, stop. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> go go. My final four. Or why? Why Alabama is not in your I final think, four? I first? think the SEC beats each other up too much, and we have too many two loss SEC teams this year. And all of a sudden, you're like, I don't think we can put you in. Because we're going to have an undefeated Big Ten champion, either Ohio State or Wisconsin. And we're going to have Clemson undefeated. And we're going to have a one-loss Big 12 team. And then that's three. And then I got a fourth sweeper that we have not talked about at all on this pod. Wow. Well, actually, we might we might have mentioned it once on the pod. So now, now I'm kind of going back and forth because I don't, do Alabama and Georgia both make it again. They're, so, they're going to be really good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll, okay. be, it'll be an interesting thing. Okay, so... You have Georgia. No. I have zero SEC teams. Okay. Jeez, okay. First, first time. It's got to happen. Okay. It's got to happen one year. I'm okay. saying it's this year. You give me your first team. Clemson won. Okay. I I, I also have Clemson. In the four. It's so, it's so hard not to. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. I got... I'll just give you a second team. Ohio State. But I think Wisconsin for you or whatever. So. I, I think was... I'm trying... See, now I'm starting to like, hate my final four. Okay. So I, I think I would have Wisconsin in. Sure. If they win the Big Ten. Big Ten winners in, as long as they don't have two losses. Yeah, okay. Because it's a tougher conference, I think, than people give it real. And two-loss SEC. I have Oklahoma, because I don't think West Virginia can sweep Oklahoma. And I okay. think they're better off winning in Morgantown last game of the year, but they're going to lose the Big 12 title game to them when they have to replay them. I could see Oklahoma getting pinched, but I think they're definitely sure. in the discussion. Sure. But yeah, okay. 14? Notre Dame. Okay. I easy schedule. Who's their Ish. quarterback this year? Isn't it Winbush? Is that okay. right? Yeah. Um, they lose Adams, who 
apparently wasn't that good of a running back anyways. He he was a big impact. I he they relied on him a lot. Yeah, but it, yeah. I'm sure they have a few guys that can run the ball. I think that the offense, from what I read about, their offensive line is stacked still, even though they lost Nelson and McGlitchy. They have guys that are like they're just as good, especially with McGlitchy. We we just start McGlitchy because like he just like hazes the shit out of everybody else, and like we don't want to tell him he's not playing. Nelson sucks to lose, but like they have two guys ready to go for him. And I think they returned pretty much anybody, everybody in the other skill position that was relevant. Oh, man. And Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's going to be 11-1, and, and you're going to sit there. Do we want to take a two-loss two SEC team, or do we want to take Notre Dame with one loss? And their one loss to me against a good team, it might be Michigan week one, and then they're 11 wins in a row. Yeah. It's... Or it could be 12-0. and 0. And they win Michigan. They beat Michigan. They beat USC. They beat Stanford. They're they're gonna have like five quality wins on their on their resume too, like I I think it's the year that Notre Dame makes it and the SEC doesn't and it's gonna be a we need to blow this thing up thing talk in six months. Yeah, the more okay, so the more I think about it, I'm gonna bump Alabama too. Yeah, their their side is trickier, so they have they, a harder road I think too. I could see one of those teams sneaking up and winning like a tiebreaker and bumping them out of the SEC championship game, even with one loss. One yeah. or two losses, they could be bumped. Yeah. I'm going to take Georgia. Okay. The, the, Georgia has suddenly lined up something really good. They they have so much talent on that team. Georgia lines up a maybe 12-0. and We don't even need to win the SEC to make the playoffs. We're just in the title game, though. And I, I will say UCF edges out Oklahoma Ooh. and... A scrambled up winner of the uh, Pac-12, so that's my final four. Wow! And so, I think I think we have Georgia Clemson title. That'd be a good game because I think I think if that is how the final four stacks up, I think it'll be a cakewalk for Clemson, Clemson and Georgia. I think those, yeah. like those two teams are just in a different class. No, exactly. I think I don't know. We do, it, it always it never plays out that way, but I like the amount of talent that's concentrated in the SEC is insane, I, and that's what I think. I think LSU steals a game. I think Mississippi State steals a game. I think Florida, Florida, Tennessee with a D coordinator from Alabama steals a game. Locke gets hot in a game against one of these. Locke, teams. Yeah, I was gonna say like Locke. We, we want to talk about Locke. I wanted want to shortlist them on the Heisman thing, but I think Missouri has a bad year, but they steal a game. Well, I think we covered everything there is to cover in college football. Except for the golfers, we'll have the the. We did, we did a little go. We did a little Vic Vic Fernandez talk. <laughs> Stay tuned for the longest pod episode ever of Gopher Football Breakdown coming up. We're gonna go position by position. <laughs> um, Woody, any other parting thoughts here? Because we've uh, up on an hour and a quarter. Uh, I really hope I'm wrong, and I hope USC wins everything this year with a 17 year old quarterback. So yeah, just for everyone, it's USC, OSU. Alabama. And unless the Gophers are playing in like the, then I'll take the Gophers over everybody, but they never are. So this is never a problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. USC will definitely choke away a, a game or two. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think we covered it all, man. I think so. All right. That's been uh, the full college football breakdown. And this has been this week's Homer and the Hater podcast. See you next time.